Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio, which means you're listening to me, Deborah Wolf. Out here at Camp Good Dog, where we are just about to have a litter of golden doodles from a first-time mom named Ginger, who's a poodle. And of course, she must have known that I'd book this radio show today because she started her pre-labor pains right when I started to uh, set up for radio today. So I may get interrupted, you never know, and I may even flash a newborn puppy on the screen, but most likely it'll be ours. So tune in later. Click on the link, and you'll see the new puppies that Ginger had just after the show, I predict. And, uh, gosh, it's, a, it's anybody's guess how many. So, um, okay, we're going to have a great show. We're talking to Stacey Mantle today. And she's been, on the show to, she's been on the show before. She knows how to party. She knows how to come to the animal party. And she comes prepared. She comes with boxes and bags and giveaways and gifts and little things she's tried. And she knows all about the things that work. So she can save you the hassle of buying it and then trying to return it when it's really not up to what it's supposed to be when it comes to these expensive and cheap products where you think, okay, I got to have this. You get it home and it's just, it's just not up to it. Rover broke it in a minute. So yeah, Stacy knows what works. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thanks for having me. Are you still doing Pets Weekly? Of course. We're right in the middle of, again, revamping the website. Actually, this is just the second time since the 15 years we've had it, so it's not too bad. But yeah, we're just in the middle of moving over to a new server, making it faster and leaner, and and once again, better articles and more things coming through. So we're really excited about that. should be up by August at the latest. Oh, nice. Okay. So what have you found lately that just totally, you just don't know how you did without it? Well, you know, there's been a couple actually. And, you know, let's start with the one that sounds really kind of weird and crazy, but it actually works. It's called Claw Guard. There, it's a door shield, and it helps protect your door from dog scratching. You know how you leave them in the house, and you come home, and they're all excited, and oh, they yeah. hear you pull up, and they destroy your, your door. This is kind of a godsend for pet owners who have kind of hyper dogs that want to go and greet everybody, and they start clawing at the door, especially if you rent or if you just take pride in your blinds, which I hope we all do, and don't want our houses totally ruined by our pets. So it's called Claw Guard. It's a, the ultimate door scratch protector, and you can put it on, take it off. It's super simple to use. Just hangs on any doorknob and covers that entire section with this really high-grade plastic covering. And it's super easy to use. You can just use it whenever you feel like it. That makes so much sense to me. I, I have taught quite a lot of dogs over the years and a few cats to ring a bell. Because the people had a dog that destroyed their door. The dog died, passed on. Now they have the new puppy and they're like, okay, we replaced the door. <laughs> we need this problem fixed. Or the people with the cats, we have a cat door. Why is she scratching the screen? You know, and exactly. sometimes you need something like this to make it less rewarding to do the bad habit while you train the new trick. And it just as a permanent thing, a permanent deterrent. I totally get why you need this. I need this, Stacy. 
Absolutely. It's a really neat product. And, you know, they also have a thing called Claw Guard Tape, which we're experimenting with right now. We're testing it over our screens because our cats, you know, when we're coming out in the winter here, we, we have lots of windows open and we don't want our cats escaping and they love to terrorize whoever's on the other side of the screen. So this tape has been actually really helpful in keeping our windows protected. So so they have some really cool, very simple products that, that I really love. So head on over to ClawGuard. You really need to check them out. Oh, screens too. Because yeah, all it takes is, um, okay, so it's a hot, nice, balmy summer evening and you open up the window and you got your screen there and the light's on because you maybe left one or a nightlight or a TV or something on and now you've got moths coming to the window and now you've yes. got a cat on one on the inside of the window and now you have a screen door issue and this screens this window screen smile it's expensive and the other thing is it's what a hassle the right size oh, yeah. you think oh they're standard you go to the store they're standard and you look at them and there's like 15 kinds that look standard and you measure and then is it well do you measure with the frame or without the frame i mean no so oh, much better yeah, it's it's screen in the first place because the screen if the cat claws it at all even a little bit well now mosquitoes can get in like it really doesn't take much warping for the screen to be useless and i'm thinking about that now because so many parts of my province just flooded and wherever you just had a flood it dries up and summer comes and eggs of mosquitoes hatch like never before you know from from 100 year old eggs that weren't wet now come out and so people are just freaking out about the mosquitoes and worried about it and all upset about it. And I know there's places all over the world, like Florida, where we're broadcast out of, where mosquitoes are an ongoing concern. So you need your screens. So that sounds like a good product. Okay, give me one more, and then we're going to go to break. What else is really good? Okay, a really good one that we're really liking is called Probionics for Dogs and Cats. It's basically probiotics for animals, but this stuff is, it actually gets into the small intestine, which other probiotics don't make it that far. They usually break down before then. These don't have to be refrigerated. They can actually be kept out. They flew to Germany and they looked at all the new research, the new science. It's really amazing the extent that these guys have gone to. And it's uh, called Humarian Probionics for pets or pe- they have one for people too, a special version for people, but the dogs... And the cats are liver flavored, super easy to give. It's like eight drops a day for my big, you know, big dogs, my staffies. And that's it. It's made a huge difference in their pit bulls and staffies are a little prone to the digestive issues. Um, this has almost stopped it. Flatulence. They yes. can, be, they can yes. clear a rim <laughs> with the gas. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Rottweilers. Rottweilers are the only dogs that rival staffies in their fragrant outer. They yes. really oh, do. And, you know, it really helps with the diet you got them on, but these really help as well. <laughs> We've got them like, on a premium I, diet. I can't get over like the difference one Rottweiler around the house <clears throat> makes in terms of the odor. Like you need you need Febreze and you need candles and you need incense. Right? And, you're, and you're giving them charcoal biscuits and you're giving you're investigating all kinds. And then you know the Rottweiler leaves, right? Goes back to its odors or isn't here anymore or, or you know in my case I had one and then another and you know after 10 years more each they passed, so no Rottweiler in the house anymore. And it's like, wow, my house does not smell like dog fart for the first time in two decades. You know, yeah. wow, it's 
whole difference. I don't have to like constantly have cinnamon in pots of water, <laughs> kind of, you know, cooking nearby just to get rid of his what I know, his musk, I guess you'd call it. But yeah, some right. people out there are listening going, oh yeah, I can identify totally, totally. So definitely something to consider, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it makes a huge difference just in how they feel too. So you can just see it, them feeling better. You feel better because you can actually have people to over to your house again, you know, and yeah, definitely worth checking out. I do give dogs yogurt quite a lot. You know, I, I feed commercial foods. I have a nice kibble uh -huh. that I give them, but I also cook food for them. And whenever I have leftovers, like for example, if I accidentally buy a new bucket of yogurt and the old one isn't expired yet and I know that one of them is going to expire I'll start eating the new one and I'll use the old one on my dogs and they they love it so there's a lot of foods that you'll find on the back ingredient list of high-end dog foods and if you just flip over the brand you're using or your favorite brand or maybe even the brand you wish you could afford and you see in the <laughs> ingredients list all these yummy things and then you look in your fridge and you see those same things. Maybe you're going away to your cabin or your cottage and you're about to chuck everything in the garbage and you realize, well, wait a minute. It says there the dogs like blueberries and yogurt. Well, maybe I'll give him a bowl of blueberries and yogurt. I bet you find he eats it and it's good for him. So, you know, Mama. check it out. Just think about that before you toss food. They shouldn't eat garbage. I mean, they're not garburators. Anything that's really is gone off and is awful should not go to them. But the good stuff. That maybe, you know, you bought too much of or you made too much of. That's really, if it's on the ingredients list of the best foods, then it's okay for dogs. It's kind of a quick way to check that it's okay. Because yep. there are some sneaky things that are not okay. People often don't realize uh, grapes are really deadly to dogs. So are raisins. So is chocolate. There's a whole bunch of things cats really shouldn't have either, like onions. So you do have to be careful. But again, you look at the ingredients list and, and you'll be okay. So, Absolutely. okay, Stacey, we got to go to break. We'll come back with more tips on what to buy and, well, usually what not to buy. But I think it's uh, she's had some good finds. So we're going to focus on what to buy and on Pet Life Radio and Animal Party. And this is Deb Wolf. If you want to check me out and see what I'm doing in my animal world, my farm uh, over here in Vancouver, Canada, then you can at Deborah Wolf Pet Expert on Facebook. And if you just want to see the faces of the Camp Good Dog campers, the dogs who come and go all the time, well, that's Camp Good Dog Facebook. So check us out there, too. And, of course, I will be posting puppy pictures imminently, very, very soon. All right, Cece, so you're good to come back after break, Stace? Absolutely. And it's Stacey Mantle calling in from Arizona. So we've got a cross-the-border radio show going on here. We'll be talking about products you can get in America and Canada, products that are good for pets no matter what their pet passport. Stay tuned on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. We'll be back. Hey, cat people. Litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Every 
everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello. You're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. And we're here with Stacy Mantle, my guest from Pets Weekly. Welcome back to the show, Stacy. Thanks so much. Great to be here again. It's so been a while. I know last time, I think we've talked about so many crazy things like, well, uh, haunted things and Halloween themes and so many things over the years, right? We really have. It's always been fun. Always fun to come on. And sometimes you you kind of wish you could have my reign. And I wish you could, I could have your son, especially today. I always wish I could have your reign. I always (laughs) wish I could have I know. But okay, so what have you got for us today from Pets Weekly that my listeners should be trying with their pets? What are some of the good finds you found? Well, you know, we're always looking for alternatives to like e-collars. We get so many questions on this with skin problems or their dog's chewing on, they have a hot spot or or they've had surgery and they're chewing, but they can't stand to be in a cone because they're so bulky and hard to get around the house. Things are being knocked off shelves. So we ran across this group called Sergi Snuggly, and it's a it's actually like a bodysuit for your dog, but it protects all the areas. It's antibacterial, antiviral, has all these really great qualities, and it's not like just putting a shirt on your dog. It's putting a material on your dog that actually helps healing, helps reduce your dog's ability to bite at himself or re-injure himself after a surgery. I love this product. It's super easy to fit. You can just, it's machine washable. Great product. So, Sergi Snuggly, that's that's one we like. Okay, I need to ask you exactly what you mean. So, a dog has surgery. He gets this big bell thing on his head so he won't rip his stitches out. This right. is an alternative to that? Is this it? is an alternative to that. It's like an actual bodysuit that goes on your dog. So, so it looks like a leotard for dogs. Um, oh, and it just, Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's really cool, and it also provides a calming mechanism to it. It's a like an anti-anxiety, kind of like a thunder shirt would be. Okay, so Only this one is all okay. Yeah, it's similar to that, but it, it's more include. It covers more of the body. It helps with just all kinds of things. Like if your dog is allergic to like grass or dust or sand or whatever they're allergic to, and some dogs are, you know, they're highly sensitive. You can put okay, it on. Put your dog outside. in, this, but you, you can't leave him alone though, right? Because he could still chew no. it off and then chew his stitches. Well, you know, I guess technically he could, but it would be really hard for him to get to it. This was developed by a vet for specifically this reason. And he has a really cute border collie, very intelligent dog, and does great with the the suit. And we've tried it on our dogs, and we love it. (laughs) Well, I love the idea of it because it will work for some. But when you try something like this, be sure, if you've just had surgery or stitches on your dog, be sure to supervise. Because if you find they're picking at it and they're working at it, you really can't leave them alone like that. Because I try to tell people this so many times. You know, you get a surgery, and let's just say it's a minor nick. 
from a thorn bush or a major nick from a piece of glass the dog stepped on or a bite wound. And now you got tubes and rubber and all this. Okay. The vet is trying to stitch extremely delicate skin because he has to cut away all the dirty, damaged, infected bits. So now he has less skin to cover the same hole. Think about wrapping a present with not enough paper and the paper's a bit stretchy, but it's not quite stretchy enough. So he has to just tenderly, tenderly get it to just fit and then neatly, carefully with the sharpest of, you know, put it into place. And I say this as someone who's tried to do this before and it's not so easy. So then, then it's all done and it's perfect and you got your drain and it's healing and oh yes, 10 days of antibiotics, maybe two weeks, cone collar, dog goes home. Person feels sorry for the dog, takes the cone off second night, maybe third night, thinks they're watching the dog. They go for a shower or they get on a phone call or not even that. They're just not micromanaging and the dog secretly rips it apart. Okay, no, now the vet has to do it with less skin, like way less. And the injury is more infected, more inflamed and more serious. So you really, if you could just stick it out, tough love it for two weeks, you're done. The stitches are over. It's all healed. It's great. So sure. so if this helps with that, that would be wonderful. I've also used a few different types of cones. I found with my more... Uh, relaxed dogs who are not pickers. And you know if your dog's a picker, but you know, the kind of dog who live and let live and doesn't pick it herself all the time. If I have a dog like that, that needs a cone collar, I've had really good luck with the blow up kind, the kind that it almost looks like the dog's going swimming and sure. an air mattress around its neck. It just looks like a little ring, little swimmy ring. But if I have a dog that's, you know, got a spot they can easily access and it's a bad wound, I just won't take any chances. I'll use a huge cone if I'm not there. However, I would love to use this e-collar when I am there. So if I take my eye off or I'm on the phone or this is a, you know, but at night when I go to sleep, I'm in deep sleep, it needs cold. That's what I would do for the serious injuries. But, you know, sometimes you have something where like a hip dysplasia situation or um, a complicated, you know, attack. I saw a little dog get attacked by a pit bull two weeks ago and ended up taking it to the vet for the owner. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of different wounds and prolonged cone wearing on this dog. So for something like that, where it may go on for six weeks. I could totally see this being a good thing for, you know, walks and playtime with the children and times where the grown up really isn't hands on. Um, right. with the cone. I think that's just awesome. Okay. So one more thing. Have you got another thing? Well, let's talk about Aquapot. Uh, okay. Now this is kind of an interesting way to give a dog about. You've seen the little things that shoot through the hose so that you can have some, it's like a little brush that fits on a hose and you can give your dog a bath outside or however you want to do it. These guys have a similar thing, but it's a little more better designed. And they also have, which I like, is called a slow treater. So so basically when I give my dogs baths, they don't like baths. And they get them a lot because just the breed they are and the reason they need it. But the slow treater sits on your shower stall and gives them something to focus on besides you giving them a bath. So you can just like smear some peanut butter up there without getting your walls all dirty. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just it's just a way to kind of suction cups on your wall, wherever you happen to be at. And you can just put a little treat in there and let them look at it. It's like a it's hard to describe over the this phone. It's so foreign to me. It's so it's foreign really to me. Funny. I'm just such well, a like I'm such a tough love. I'm just like in the bath, let's go. Go okay, good dog. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And I have, you know, literally when I'm full, I have fifty customers. I go up and down oh, 20, 30, and everybody gets their goodbye bath after they've been here for a week. And I, yeah, there was one recently maybe six weeks ago, four weeks ago, Lily, 
big, round, rotund, overfed, border collie, chow, lab, who knows what, <laughs> cross, young, but not trained at all and doesn't want to get in the bath. And I ended up walking in with her, you know, like, because we have steps into our bath so I, at the kennel. So I just marched her in there and she's looking at me like, you know, I could have bitten you. And I'm like, yeah, you could have, but you didn't. Like, good girl. <laughs> Cookie in the mouth. Good girl, right? That's she so didn't funny. love it, but she dealt with it. Most of the time, I'm bathing standard poodles, golden doodles, retrievers. They're like, bath time? Water? Water? You know, water, 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 water. I mean, it's no problem. Yeah. And the poodles, they don't like the water that much, but they love the attention. They're like, oh, it's time for my beauty treatment. I'm going to so good. Well, they get hot and they get stinky. Yeah. And even though some of the males really like their poofy coats and the, the exercise it gives them, you know, the, the little bit of uh, cred on the playground. When they get clipped like, about two or three days later, they are just like springy and delighted. It's like they're free from all their jingles, <laughs> right? And they just, they run around like little deer. Mm -hmm. They're just quite happy. But I tend to shave all my poodles and doodles and animals like that in the summer pretty short and then let them grow pretty long in the winter except for faces and privates and but miss pregnant she had to be shaved all the way and thanks oh. to maureen for doing such a good job because i wanted her really not to be hot and sweaty when she goes through labor in summertime you know yeah. i mean it, you need less less of a fur coat for this work i think sure I'm personally, I'm not a big fan of shaving, but just because we do have a need for it down here, but it offers so much protection from the sun because our sun's so brutal, you know? The oh, I never shave the, all the way. There's always yeah, a, yeah. and these poodles, I mean, they will, they never do shed, right? It will just grow and grow and grow and grow like Rapunzel. I mean, it just like, or that, what's the name of that one uh, on the... There's a new uh, princess whose hair grows and grows. Anyway, it'll just keep growing. So you do have to clip it on the non-shed free. It's part of the deal. But yeah, you don't shave them down like you're shaving a man's face. Definitely not. Or you're exposing them to skin cancer. Exactly. For sure. All and kinds of skin conditions. <laughs> no, you can't see her skin anywhere. She's got this lovely undercoat that covers her completely. Oh, and, you know, it is soft like velvet instead of all kind of dreaded and stinky like it was. Sorry. So, okay, you know how you feel after a haircut, Manny Petty? Oh, they're the best. <laughs> and our dogs, they love after the fact. They don't like during at all. Exactly. <laughs> well, I have one poodle, a boy, Teddy, my stud, who prefers his own, you know, manly smells. So right after the bath, he will, as soon as he can, go to the muddiest spot on my farm and roll in it. And oh then my gosh, look at you like I'm happy, you know? And I will try and get pictures of that for you all the next time he has a bath and stick them up on Facebook. It's not hard to do. It's pretty pretty reliable. He'll get away from the staff <laughs> and get a mud bath. He probably knows how green mud is for him. <laughs> oh, maybe. They probably sell it for dogs. Mud baths, mud packs. <laughs> they probably and... do, actually. It's called Madri Mud. <laughs> You're kidding me. Oh, no, my it's goodness. actually a mud bath for dogs. You can just yep. take your dog to a clean river somewhere and let him... <laughs> If you can find a clean river these days, we don't I have them. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Ooh. Well, around here you do. You got to come up to Canada. I Let really need to get up to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get my dogs up. They would never last even three seconds up there. My dogs. Why? I'll have to come up by myself. They're just so thin skinned and they're just, you know, they've been in the desert and. Yeah, they, you know, it is an adjustment. It definitely is just like with people. Sometimes people forget this. You know, if you go 
to if you live in some place like in North America and most of the northern states and in Canada, and you fly somewhere like Arizona and you try and take a construction job on a high rise in the summer, you're going to not be anywhere near as productive as everyone else for oh, a no, year or two. And yes, a year or two later, your blood will have thinned, your you'll have adjusted to the heat, you'll be just as productive as you ever were. <laughs> but now if you go back to Philadelphia or wherever you're from in winter, you're going to be freezing, freezing. And yeah. that's the same with animals. They really do adjust their coats, their fur, their, their nails. So you can make it easier for them. You can make it a lot easier for them with the hair cutting and things like that. Like if I was sure. traveling with poodles to a really hot climate, I would trim them before I go. Absolutely. Like no question. But not all yeah. dogs can be trimmed. You can add sweaters to dogs who need more insulation when they're in other places. You can really consider their feet. And this is something people forget. If you're going for a run and you're wearing running shoes, you don't notice that the pavement is going to burn bare feet and bare paws yes. or that it's sharp or that even like for me, I'm so used to the grass here. It's so lush and soft. If I were to run on grass in Florida in bare feet, that weird spiky grass they have everywhere that's fed by weird sprinkler systems, I mean, <laughs> it's going to cut my feet, right? And maybe my dog's. And then you have to think about other things too, like pesticides, right? They're naked and barefoot everywhere they go, especially little dogs, but even the big ones. So where are you running your pets? Where are you taking them when you're traveling, when you're at home? You got to think about, you know, safe water, safe places. And it's always a good precaution when you get home. And I know your dogs aren't water dogs, but brush them off or even better, rinse them off. Dry yes. them off, brush them Absolutely. off, especially if you've been somewhere where you thought it was a clean river and then all of a sudden you realize, uh-oh, what is that he's rolled in? You know, just, just clean it off. Don't make him lick it off and ingest it all when you get home. Get it off him. Same is true for salt in the winter for the people in snowy places. You know, they get it on their feet and then it burns. So, yeah, your dogs might need boots. They might need jackets depending on the season. But I bet you they'll adjust quicker than you will. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they are. They're they're durable for sure. But they're like yeah, forest you know, flying squirrels. You mentioned oh the hot sidewalks and stuff. Last year we did. Uh, I have a thermometer now, infrared thermometer that we can take outside and do spot readings on the pavement because it gets so hot here. So we are trying to launch a paw awareness campaign on Pets Weekly this summer that lets oh, people nice. know how hot it's getting. Nice, and yeah. last year we recorded, I think our lower end was like 186, if I remember correctly. 186 degrees that pavement hits. Um, That's brutal. It's like putting your dog on an oven. So you really need to be aware of it down here, especially, but anywhere in the U.S. that gets warm in the summer. It really does maximize <sighs> that. Okay, so give me give me the numbers on the whole don't leave your dog in a car thing. Oh my gosh, if I, you know, it varies according to the climate. Like here at 80 degrees, you can't do anything when it's even 70 degrees over here because it just, everything gets maximized in a car. But I believe it's like 70 degrees, it's 130. I don't know the numbers by by heart, but it's bad. You really need to watch that. Just don't take your dog out. They don't need to go to PetSmart with you in the summer down here, especially. Be aware of what your dogs are stepping on. We've all gotten caught on it. You know, we walk out with flip-flops or whatever, and our dogs are dancing on the street trying to get into a car or somewhere away from that hot street. So it's just important to be aware of it. Well, Stacy, it's been so nice having you today. Great think, having you. Yeah, I Amy. think we have to end the show because I actually see her twitching and moving around, and I think it's time for me to go be a doggy midwife. Oh, I've yay. been on call for days. 
I've been sleeping on a blown up mattress and I've got my baby intercoms on and everything I've booked for days has been, well, I can do this, but I'll give you your dog lesson. But if my dog goes into labor, I can't come. And everything's just, <laughs> everything, my kid's dentist appointment, like everything's booked like that. Well, I may have to cancel. So I'm so glad I didn't have to cancel this show with you. I may have to have you back soon though, because I think we're ending a little early, but uh, hopefully no you can come well, back. We got super soon. That's uh, two weeks from now. So maybe we come back in uh, July. Oh, nice. What are you at? Yeah. Okay, tell me about your plans for Super Zoo. Super Zoo is just going to be, we've got appointments scheduled the entire three days that we're there and two days beyond that. So, yeah, just running around, seeing all the new products, seeing what's new in the industry, what people are working on and what's coming out. Okay, really I need you to find something <laughs> that we can make fun of. This is your mission. Okay. okay? I, you don't and, will and be more, because I know sure. today was very positive. <laughs> you found lots of positive things, but people don't realize that you don't talk about stuff that's not positive. They probably think, oh, she's just a rosy reviewer. No, no, no she's no. not. She tells it <laughs> like it is. And it's we your mission. Try to do a to top ten. <laughs> yes, we want to find the ripoffs, the junk, the garbage that doesn't work. And then you can trust us even more when we recommend something like the claw board or the e-collar or the probiotics like we did today or this, is it Sergi Snuggly? Oh Sergi my goodness. Snuggly. <laughs> that's a hard one. Yeah. So, uh, so that's your mission. I want you to go to okay. Super Zoo for Animal Party and find something to talk about some, you know, light conversation, party conversation. Oh, well, definitely find something. Something that really There's doesn't work. something in the new product. <laughs> I would like to hear about the guy who's eating his own kibble and chokes. I like those stories. I like okay. to hear about the trainer who gets bit. I love those. I like to hear about the makeovers gone wrong. I mean, come on, give us something. Tell well, us about something that doesn't that leash that's supposed to be, you know, strong as as Superman that breaks with a Pomeranian. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I will keep an eye out for those because we definitely run into bleed, them. I promise. Doggy bling that stains the coat. Oh yeah, right to the top of the list. Right. Uh, <laughs> non vet approved anything that's supposed to heal your animal. Did bingo. I want to hear about it, right? Let's let's show the show the world how we review things. And yeah, if you find anything wonderful, I really want to hear about that too. Absolutely. There will be plenty to write about on both counts, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, thank you, Stacy. Thanks for coming to the Animal Party on Fat Life Radio. Thanks for having me and good luck with your pup. Oh yeah, thank you. Okay, everybody, if you want to check in with me, it's Deborah Wolf, Pet Expert on Facebook, and I post there all the time. I also repost things people send me, great things. So it's wonderful. All kinds of, you know, bears and coyotes and animals of all sorts, everything that's really interesting and quirky and fun and informative is on there about animals. But also, if you want to see the doggy campers at Camp Good Dog and the new puppies soon to be born, they'll probably be making an appearance there, as well as Camp Good Dog Facebook. So it will be a litter of golden doodles by first-time mom Ginger, who's a standard poodle, and proud Papa Murray. Uh, he's reddish in color. She's apricot, so who knows what they'll be. Maybe sunset colors of golds and reds. We'll see. And uh, I'll keep you all posted. So for now, from Stacy Mantle and me, Deb Wolf, and Pet Life Radio, and the Animal Party, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>